Son, back in my day, we used to sync our audio. It would take 10 minutes before we started talking about video games. Guys, we have a packed table here. We're going to be talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Woo-hoo. All about the spoil. We're all spoilers here. It's me, Carlos, Matthew is here. Hello, Miggy. Hola. Which one? Which one? <laughs> yeah, which one? You're both Miggy. Yeah, both technically. <laughs> I guess it's me in terms of podcast history. Hello. Yeah. I guess it's my fault because simply I don't. I've never called Migs Miggy. Yeah, That's how I distinguish one from the other. But we're just making yeah. sure. You I'm the remake. Big yeah. remake. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty much it. It's my new. It's my new name. <laughs> you do the. Okay, you do, okay, the so do, the, do the fusion dance, baby. Migs are. Yeah. We have Mendoza here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's gotta be clear as fuck. <laughs> and then we got Sam, we got Samson B here. <laughs> What's my <laughs> B? <laughs> I just. I just want to say, guys, guys, I just want to say that, you know, if you ever, if you ever put the names Mendoza, Hernandez, and Samson together, you sound like a a mafiosi law firm. Yeah. I mean, we're not denying that. Never get clients ever. Mm -hmm. Primo mafioso. Like we, we beat, we beat Matt Murdock in the number of cases he gets on the Oh, dude, yeah, he totally didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but okay so we haven't had this much people in one episode in a long time because this is a special 200 episode episode 200 special solely for final fantasy 7 remake and again spoilers moving forward we're gonna be talking about anything final fantasy 7 remake the ending you know everything about it we're not gonna hold anything back yeah so we this got a is lot of literally, this is literally um your chance to back out get out of here because we're gonna start. Just and delete, if you del- do del- somehow still stick around and you get spoiled, not our fault. Yeah, yep. really if, you, our fault. if you if you don't want to be a part of this, just d- just delete this podcast, <sighs> you know, th- and throw your you know burn your phone. Yep. Well, don't burn your phone. I think this is <laughs> you know, very important. But yeah, you've been warned. You've been and warned. Yes, yeah, so we got a lot of ground to cover of, today. Yeah, all of us have played it. All of us have finished it. Yeah, one of us actually finished it twice. So wait, you're done, Miggy, right? Uh, pretty much. Behind? I'm, I'm right at still... the final fight. Oh, I thought you're done already. Well, yeah, he's there. He's, he's I could have, I, but essentially it's just that I went to finish all the extra stuff right before. Mm. Right, I'm still savoring the hard mode. Yeah, but, dude. Uh, God, how do we start? I mean, how, how, what's the first thing we actually tackle here? There's actually a lot to cover in terms of like this is like. This is fun territory right here. Yeah. Right? I mean, for like, I, mean, I think, I mean, smoke monsters. Am I right? <laughs> the dementors. Yeah, the dementors. Yeah, the, 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 right? the dementors. How everything was, you know, laid out towards the end. Um, like, yeah. I guess all of us love the game in general. I mean, in the end, there was like as much as we had so much shock and awe. I mean, like that. Re- that's really the direction they want to do with the with the remake. 
yeah, we actually, I enjoyed the hell out of it from start to finish. And I don't know about you guys. What do you guys think? So, okay, uh, allow me to, allow me to, like, uh, recap for anybody who has, who, uh, either finished the game, so who hasn't played the game <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and Persian on their mind, or whoever is like, uh, is coming trenching here, on, yeah. yeah, yeah, trenching on and saying, you know what, give me some of that spoilers. Mm, lovely spoilers. <laughs> I can take it. No, I'm yeah, not gonna give Square Enix my money. I want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, so what happens with, with, with Final Fantasy VII Remake is that what, a first turns out to be what seems to be a beat by beat remake of the entire game. You know, telling the same story that we all know and love uh, from the nineteen ninety seven classic, uh, only with you know uh, each story beat being like expanded upon. Like everything that seemed like straightforward uh, turns out to have been leading to something else entirely, which is uh, an ending that sets up the potential for the entire Final Fantasy VII story to take bold uh, a bold new direction, or maybe even just pursue the same events, but with meaningful differences to characters, uh, themes, and events that will s- potentially surprise fans. And they do this by establishing the notion of um, parallel universes, um, destiny, and um, the idea of the, like what, what, what players of the game will encounter first is the the idea of these forces called the whispers that are trying to guide fate and destiny to their proper course with the implication being that those 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 gray ghosts that you've seen in either the trailers or in some gameplay footage they are they are trying to keep the events that Cl- that cloud and the gang are experiencing on the right path uh ostensibly the same path as the events of the original game but who knows i mean that's a re- at this point that's an assumption on our part for all we know um they want they had something else entirely in mind and you know uh yeah so that's that's what happened with final fantasy 7 remake we had, uh the word remake is sort of like in the, in, at first think about it okay sorry uh I, and i've been going at it for a while if you think about yeah, go, the, go on, you're doing good. You're doing good. Yeah. yeah. If you think about if you think about all the remasters of games before, we don't they don't tend to like change the name significantly. Like Resident Evil uh, remake uh, is actually officially called Resident Evil Two right. and Resident Evil Three. There's no like fancy name in it. There's no like Redux or whatever. And Final Fantasy VII remake was very interesting because when you download it from the PlayStation Store or buy it anywhere, it says Final Fantasy VII remake. The word remake is on the branding, and you're like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for most of us before playing the game, we're like, huh, okay, like, you know, it's something to shrug off because you're like, well, you know, it gives you a brand differentiation, so, you know, or whatever or in terms of product codes. But apparently that word remake meant a lot, meant a fucking lot. What do you think, Miguel? Yeah. Oh, wait, who's... Who? <laughs> Which one? I was talking about... See, that, that's, that's where the, the confusion starts the happening right there. Like, whoa, whoa, like... <laughs> So I'll, I'll, I'll go with Samson. No. Yeah, Samson. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll, I'll pick Samson. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any any Miguel, like it's go. So I, I've been telling this um, to my friends, to 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 Migoy and to Carlos actually, right. where I have a theory before that remake is some sort of like a theme that's gonna go in this series, sort of like how Kojima themes his Metal Gear games, where it's memes, it's. Uh, like the, the 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 themes he laid out in the in Metal Gear Solid One, Two, Three, and and moving forward. So that's what I thought of when uh, when playing this game is that um, from the start up, maybe they're gonna do it. And when we got into the end, 
that's basically what they did. They remade the game. <laughs> like they remade No, they that's the, that's the assumption. No, they I'd like I don't like to think that they they just put that it's not really that they remade the game. It's more like they just put the op- the option of just like, okay, we can do whatever you want if we want to do it. Yeah, right. yeah. That's what my thing is. Right? Like, it's not like, oh, we remade the game. No, it's not. It's like, here's an opportunity for us to do whatever the fuck we want in the next few years. Right. Creative and freedom. In my, in my take, yeah, creative freedom. That's what I think. Yeah. And I, and I think that's one of the big, That's this is my um, take on it. Like, when they were actually deciding to make remake, I bet you... That the original developers wanted this on the cards if they're gonna do it. Like, yeah. If yeah. we're gonna make something like this, I don't want to make the same shit over again. Yeah. Yeah. In you some know, way, I want this option in the table. If it burns, it burns. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But that's the only way to be like as a creator, like to do you know what they whatever they want to their baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Carlos. Carlos, I love what you what you're saying right now because that 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 is a very interesting thing to talk about because right now what. Uh, when I talk to some people on Twitter and uh, all that stuff, like, uh, yeah, that where where the ending has gone has kind of polarized fans a little because the biggest worry among purists is they're going like, oh, are they going to change the story entirely? You know, are they going to like now now everything moving forward is going to be completely wildly different? Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't it doesn't help that the ending of the the end credits tell you uh, the unknown journey will continue. Oh, I love right? that. I yeah, love, and, I love and, that put yeah, and and it is very, it is very t- tempting to imagine a world where Final Fantasy VII story is going to go completely wild and divergent from where it's going to go. And to be fair, that's still on the table. The cards for that are still on the table. Yeah. But I kind of like your suggestion also, which is that it's more like they're giving themselves permission to change things. They're going, yeah. okay, you know, um, we don't want to have to like fuss around and like have to explain or justify uh, any minor or major changes we make to the story and moving forward. So why don't we just make this game about that, about about creating the potential for change, you know? And and that is what makes Final Fantasy VII Remake so interesting, is that uh, over the course of the game, it is a game that is largely in conversation with itself. It is sort of like, it sort of works on the idea that you know the story, and I think the game is serviceable and fine, even if you're a complete newcomer. But it does tend to be all like, all right, you you know you know the story, so we're gonna kind of like do a lot of callouts and little tricks and visual motifs that sort of like pull what we presume to be your pre-existing knowledge of the game. And you know, to be fair, it's very easy to say like the new that this is bad for newcomers. But as we talked about in our last episode. Um, many newcomers, many people who don't have a lot of experience with Final Fantasy VII have sort of absorbed, like, the mythology and uh, the story of Final Fantasy VII sim- simply through sheer cultural and internet osmosis. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think one writer, one writer, Kotaku's uh, Heather Alexandra, I'm not really a big fan of her, but she did make this interesting point wherein, like, she says that even though the tragedy of, of Eris Gainsborough was not one that I had experienced, it felt like it was a tragedy I shared with other people. And like that, to me, speaks to what Final Fantasy VII means to people who have not played Final Fantasy VII. And which is the reason why, like, and the, the thing, just put it out there, the developers know the key points of the original game. Yeah. That's why, like, in the ending, you see that little, like, flashback, oh, that happened, like, oh, that's that scene. So it's very yeah. key. Um, yeah, so what, you, so what think, you said, so what you said, Carlos, like, yeah, that's, like, the, the, the bit about, like, they can do anything, 
it's it's so great. It's so great that now that the, uh, that the, your point about how now they're free to re to reinvent and reimagine things uh, on a, on a broad scale. So I think uh, what what Miguel's what Samson was saying earlier, we're we're gonna get Costal del Sol. We're gonna get you know all of these you know beats from the other game most likely it's just that it's going to be like well you know don't expect everything to be the same all the time yeah but i like i like i like make uh samson's um I'm going to call you Samson just to be Samson now. Oh, God. Cautious yeah, go. about this whole thing. Um, no, like, I remember when we were talking about it, like, you, like, have a th- like a, a thought of how they're going to, like, name the future titles. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think it's, like, a great idea where they should stick with the R, if I'm, yeah. right, if I'm correct. Like, it could be, like, the second game would be Return because Zach is... Oh, that's that, that's one no, of the things. I, that I actually like what you thing. mentioned to like to me and some of our other friends before that because we were all wondering like why is Square avoiding putting like Episode One on the title, right? Because yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for a person that's trying to follow this, like say somebody has not bought this day one or you know is waiting for all of the games to come out before they start diving into it. So like like where do I start? What game do I start? It doesn't say Episode One anywhere. But then yeah. you brought up yeah. saying that, oh, because this game is trying to do something different. Uh, like, at the point when we didn't know what was happening yet at the time, yeah. you mentioned like, oh, maybe the second game is going to be called Reunion, which is still yeah. fitting to the theme because, you know, they do mention that a lot even in the base story. Right. I'm gonna place a bet. I'm gonna place a bet. Uh, 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 I'm gonna place a no prize bet, which is basically I, I, no, 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 <laughs> disclaimer I, there. Yeah, yeah. I love I love Samson's suggestion of having different titles for each installment in this sort of saga. It's gonna be remake, and then I think return, and then resurrection. Sure. I'm going with yeah. Reunion. I'm going with Reunion, actually. Reunion <laughs> like, needs I, I, to be my, there somewhere. My, my original trio is, is Remake, Return, then Reunion. Yeah. And then, and then, then Watch like Square Enix completely go through. Episode 2. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, you're just ruining everything. Remake 2. <laughs> yeah, they could, they could remake do that, two. too. Like, <laughs> just be a dick about it. Uh, Seven uh, R2, R2. R2. It'll, be called, it'll be called R2 Make. Oh, no. <laughs> Recall yeah, the What's actually pretty interesting about this as well, like... I think Resident Evil 2 was like one of those we've had a lot of remakes before but this one um, is one of the biggest ones I think like yeah. Resident Evil is big but not as like iconic as the others that you know the, the re- yeah, that, that does given the remake uh, treatment and I mean, we've, we've just gone over it because Resident like, Evil 2 remake and Resident yeah. Evil remake and most remakes just they just play it straight and yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. a bad thing it's great yeah. it's, it's like, not a bad I thing at all they, yeah, they, yeah, they did change a so few just things play in straight. the story yeah, and, and that's why it, that's why it's so audacious and crazy for remake to even try to do yeah. that because literally no one has tried yeah. to do it before on that scale and level yeah, and magnitude. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. like I don't know Evil about you guys. Like three. when I was playing the game, once we hit the end of the highway, which is pretty much the end of remake. Suppose uh-huh. like when the original game when you at the end Midgar. of Midgard, like I was I was happy with that. If it just they just like they for example going through the portal and it ends, like okay. Yeah, sure. me too. I, 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 <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought that was gonna happen too, except I'd already seen like photos of like you know of of of, of Sephiroth standing you know in a pillar of of, of fire and brimstone or whatever. So right. I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it just kept on going. <laughs> but you're right. Like, you're, like, like, you're you're right, you're right. The highway when you see the portal, because like, oh, this is also a metaphor of what the game is trying to do, right? Blah blah blah. And and mm. to me at least, I was like, you can't end this game without a Sephiroth boss fight. 
Because otherwise yeah. they wouldn't have gone through the trouble of showing him fucking everywhere, giving him a new voice actor. Yeah, he was everywhere. You know, yeah. like a- as a reward lung for the player, you need to have mm-hmm. like a fight against Sephiroth. So like, yeah. I, was I was thinking he was being like, a VR guy though. No, no, I was yeah. I, that, once I was, you go honestly. there, it's a fight and then you're done. But yeah, it actually think, meant think, a lot more, you know, because of all the events that happened during the boss fight and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mendoza, like, I, I think, I think what what was also cool was that uh, you, you, like you said, Sephiroth boss fight is mandatory at that right. point because of this because of, because of the setup. You got. But they gave us more than they gave they gave us more than a Sephiroth boss fight, like you know all those the, the harbingers and the, all that the stuff. The Kingdom and, Hearts you know, boss. Yeah. yeah, the Kingdom of Hearts bosses and all that stuff. Yeah, oh I, my, I, God, I, I thought, <laughs> my only, my only, my my only complaint really was that <sighs> that the last three or four hours of the game is like seven consecutive, you know, set piece combats, and I was just like, my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. It was actually that what chapter was that? Seventeen was the pretty long one. Eighteen was the 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 reveal whole laboratory sequence. Yeah, uh, the the whole seventeen was the lab really was seventeen, padded. and then the rooftop yeah, boss fight. I'll tell you the truth, Carlos. I was worried I wouldn't finish the game before this episode because chapter seventeen was so long, and I was like, <laughs> I hit chapter, I hit chapter eighteen, and I'm like, all right, I'm in the final chapter. But if there's nope, any more, the game mother- wants to keep stretching <laughs> it, man. <laughs> yeah, keep stretching. If there's, if there's any more motherfucking exploration, fucking. Hell. <laughs> and then it and then it laughed in my face and gave me seven straight boss fights. So I <laughs> 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 said, "Oh, I am on exploration. Oh, you're on seven boss yeah, fights." Yeah. Yeah. Seven boss fights in different forms of Sephiroth. Like it's just like, oh wow, it's really the end. <laughs> it's really happening. I, I count even was... the, the the motorcycle chase, which you know, I was just like, oh, I think I, the motorcycle is still part of seventeen. Yeah. Oh wait, it's, no, it's, it's, part, uh, it's the it, beginning of eighteen. I'm sorry. It's the beginning yeah, of eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, that doesn't yeah. really count because it it gives you no real rewards. Plus, on hard mode, you can just skip that fight entirely. You can, yeah, skip, you the can skip that fight. Motorcycle segment. Yeah. I'm not complaining because I love playing fucking video games. Of course, yeah. that's why we're fucking here. It's just you know, I was just like, it's just really necessary. <laughs> yeah, chapter seventeen is like the epitome of padding it out because yeah. you're literally running through the same area. But oh, that door is locked. You have to take a roundabout <laughs> method to open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. I, I can I say it's like a nitpicky thing on chapter like the Hojo thing because like I was like I understand like it being completely stretched out. Right. Like I don't think it adds any more value to the story. Yeah, like, not at the all. Hojo's playing around with. <laughs> it but could pay off. I was future, having fun with the idea the of just going around. Maybe because I just like the combat. Maybe. Yeah. Right. That that's yeah. for the players who are invested with the combat. Like here's yeah. just a long series of fights while you try to escape this mandatory area. Yeah. 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 Give me information, friends, mm. or experiments, whatever, and that was can it. I, and can I just mm. can I just say though, Red Thirteen? I, I fucking love Red. 13, oh, dude, man. Red Thirteen is amazing. Yeah, I fucking love you, guy. <laughs> I wasn't because like he he's been absent for most, not not all of the marketing, but surely most of it. And yeah. um, I was expecting like, oh, either they're not gonna put him into it, they're gonna make it a throwaway thing, or you know, he's actually part of it. But like, will he be playable at that point? I don't know. Because, like, the moment you, you find him in the room right after a certain... When you fight the, the Cthulhu monster while yeah. f- um, following Hojo around. Because if you leave that area, it immediately pans the camera towards Red 13 and all that. But yeah, having right. seen him before, I was like, is this my only, like, encounter with Red 13, you know, without the yeah. pointing it out? 
And then when yeah. he does escape, I thought like, oh, he's gonna jump out the window. Then we're gonna find him in a different area, you know, whatever. He's gonna squeeze him. He's gonna squeeze himself into the story somewhere else. But no, they just yeah. straight up put him in there, right in front of you. And um, he fights alongside he- of you. Granted, you have no control over him, but he has a full move set. Like yeah, he's, he's part of the whole. He's- <laughs> He's got he has a fucking limit break. He has limit breaks, right? Exactly. <laughs> level is it that level one? I think it's level does, one. He starts red, doing red Stardust Ray if you if you just let him do it. That's actually, level one, right? Actually, what what's interesting is, is okay. on hard mode, he starts doing limit breaks more often, and he also <laughs> begins to heal your party every now and then. Yeah. So oh, he's he a lot. Bacteria. He's also a lot more active on higher difficulties, which is really nice. He, he's and, he's um, the one healing. Uh, He's the one healing you in the highway, right? In the in the yeah. motorcycle chase, yeah, he heals yeah, yeah. you too. So that's really helpful. <laughs> uh, people so have been Kira. able to <laughs> to mod the game, and they were able to see yeah, that yeah. Red Thirteen does in fact have a full move set. But I I think the the option to not make him playable is because at that point, like, you'd have to give him like material slots, you'd have to give him weapons, which kind of is a bit pointless because you're at the very end of the game already. Yeah, he came out yeah. really late during the yeah, game. Yeah, he comes out yeah, like you, 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 chapter seven. You'll 17. be like, here's. You'll be like, here's his primary weapon. Spend 170 <laughs> skill points now. Upgrade all of the material for this oh dog. Oh, God. And um, this happens when you get a new oh, weapon. Oh, like, here's all the skill points you need. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Master all the proficiency Men- of these weapons. Mendoza. Go, go, go. His, his full name is Lab Rat Dog. Oh, dude. Yeah, that, that little call out was amazing. <laughs> Lab Rat no, Dog. Those, those kinds of things, like, even that, like, like it's silly it's just outright silly Man, but they just yeah. like they know it's silly they're just gonna write it out because that's just, it, it's the the whole thing in general is silly and I just like those kinds of like um, call outs and everything that's yeah. the reason why it's also just a trip all throughout from start to end this game yeah like they, just, they don't uh, um, they don't shy away from it being like oh this is a silly know. game from 1997 the, of course yeah. the characters are sort of written like cartoon characters you know here's the, yeah. the goofy moments like that entire yeah. exchange between um, Barrett, Eris, Red, and Heidegger, where yeah. know, like he goes like, <laughs> "Who is gold. this ragtag of misfits? Avalanche, local, local, local florist, florist. <laughs> lab rat dog." Then Heidegger goes, "Where's the rest Can of just- you? Up your ass!" <laughs> I was like, "Clouds, what are you?" What are you that just doing sounds there? to me. That just sounds to me like the writers just like having fun. Like just, let's just do it. Fuck it. Like it's. Uh, I love it. I mean, that it's would just, be something so Barrett cheesy. would say too. But it's just amazing. Yeah, and exactly how Cloud like gets them out of the situation. That's just so. He's way not too necessary. Cool. You know? Of course. Yeah, it's just way too cool. Like gotta, it's just right? like it. All the way to the end, they play out every single character, and then it's just such a treat to see. Uh, not as a not only as a fan, but also just like it's. We get it. It's, it's supposed to be fun, and then there you go. It was like with fucking motorcycle wheel in your uh, face. Yeah, you needed to have those silly advent children moments. I just want to see. I, I know. Just, I just, I just want to see fan art of like Tifa and Cloud like jammed right up Heidegger's asshole. Up oh, your ass. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's that there's that secret subreddit for yeah, you yeah. there, man. You specifically the... for that. It's bound yeah, to be somewhere. Sure. It's probably on Twitter. <laughs> no, but it's um when it comes to the remake, it's actually pretty crazy that like going back to the whole how they ended it, it's it was hard to, it was a lot to take in. The like, mentors for one, are you know, us, like, man. Yeah. It's, it's the purists. I like yeah, we don't want the, the game to change. <laughs> On, is true. on one side, people just really want a remake, but 
I don't know. I don't know what the consensus is. Maybe it's a fifty-fifty, maybe it's a forty-sixty. But I think either way, I like the fact that how they've left it. Yeah. Um. Everybody can have fun with it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And everybody yeah. can also theorize of what the fuck happened. Like. That's, yeah. Maybe you might be wrong. Might it might not be <laughs> timelines. Maybe they just wanna. Maybe they just wanna make an off like an off spin of like fucking Zach. Because I don't know what the fuck Zach's doing now over here. He's supposed to be alive. He's supposed now. to I mean, he's be supposed dead. Alama. But he's alive. Like I don't. Like, we, I like the idea that the community can now just like figure it out in their heads, talk about it un- un- until they make the next one. Like, like it'll be it'll be a weird situation where if it was up, oh, it's a remake. We know it's gonna happen. Oh, it was great, and then silence. Yeah, that's my take on it. Now it's just like everybody's freaking out because like, oh my god, why are you alive? Like, right. why is there this? Why? 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 It. It's. I don't know. It's. It's. it's Somewhat genius, but you know we'll see how they take it from here. I think we're all on the yep. same boat where um, all of us expected it to be, you know, like a, uh, for the most part a one a one by one remake with some, you know, obvious additional padding to to stretch out the very short Midgar segment from the original game. But um, hap- we're all really? happily surprised at how it turned out because yeah. yeah. we we came out of it like being optimistic and positive of, about what what will they do with the next game um i understand how some people are you know taken aback and it being a polarizing ending but the general consensus does to does seem to be like it's it's all in the positives and actually um yeah if you do all the vr missions for chadley in hard mode because he he adds a bunch of extras you get some additional dialogue of Chadley revealing who he actually is and all that. And there's one line that um, basically summarizes my entire feelings for the Final Fantasy VII remake that he drops. And it's like, he says, it's nice not knowing something for a change. Yeah. And nice. Nice. That's, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's true. That's, oh my that's God. just the nail of it. Yeah. Mendoza, I love that. I love that so much because it's like, it speaks to... It speaks to the way we consume and engage with geek culture now. Like I know, I know it's fashionable yeah. to say no spoilers, no spoilers. But yeah. you know, at its heart, we are now in a culture that actually values that actually it consumes spoilers way more than than we did uh, fifteen years ago. If not for works that are precious to us, at the very least, we do it for stuff that uh, we're only kind of sort of interested in. Or um, when we're done with consuming the work, like let's say we finish watching Star Wars or Final Fantasy, we go online and we go to Reddit and we go to go, go to yeah, you know, websites yeah. and ask people to explain the stuff to us. You know, right? right? All of that stuff. We're not comfortable with not knowing. And I think Chadley speak you know, the the line you cited from Chadley is like just so wonderful and beautiful and and nodding to that. What I do want to ask you about, though, because I didn't finish all those missions, is like, what happens when you finish all those VR missions? What does Chadley tell you outside of that cool line? <laughs> he mm. actually reveals that, like, it's it's pretty much throwaway for the most part. It it yeah, basically yeah. opens up like, oh, he might still show up in the next game doing the exact same thing or whatever. So he he tells you that he's on a mission to take down Shinra and all that, right? And yeah, it, yeah. It turns yeah. out that he is actually an artificial like AI robot made by Hojo. And um, because of Hojo being a a weirdo scientist man who makes things just because he can, you know, whether he's not real. Yeah. Like also his inclusion is a bit random, but for functionality sake, it's fine. Um, He reveals that um, he starts wanting more purpose in life and um, (laughs) the way to convince his AI to break from being locked down by whatever Hojo made is he, he saw potential in cloud. To you know, be able to surpass all the 
obstacles and then be able to take down Shinra eventually. But his entire goal was he wanted someone to, to take those challenges and go past that. So upon beating all of the, the VR wow, missions meta, that he gives to meta. you, <laughs> some of which is insane, like he fucking throw, the, the final gauntlet is fight all of the summons with increased life, increased uh, speed in terms of their abilities, more sometimes new moves, and then like wow. a, a prototype Shinra boss, because whatever. He reveals wow. that you've gone past my expectations. You are a person with infinite potential. And I'm fully like, um, he says that he has full confidence that you can do whatever you set your mind to and possibly take it beyond. And you, so you did that. You, you surpassed his, poten- his expectations. Yeah, because it, it kind of sounds like he's also talking to like the possibility of what will happen in the game. Like, you know, being yeah. endless possibility. Like it might go to places we never expected it to. And that kind of adds on to that just a little bit. That's so cool, dude. That's awesome. I want to... How many hours did you have you, like, uh, synced in? Because <laughs> you pretty much have... Looks like, like, I think I spent the, uh, 30 plus on my first playthrough. And then you're going on your second playthrough right. through hard. Is that double? Or no? Or is it um, more casual? I initially like, beat it at around... I beat it at around 46 hours. That's with yeah. all the si- all the primary side quests um, done, just because I was doing it for fun. Now I am at 107, and I I'm literally at the final chapter. I just that I went back to finish all of the VR missions to, in chapter 17. Right. And um, yeah, right before the final fight, I just wanted to have <laughs> that accessory because the the actual reward for beating all the VR missions is you get the Gotter Damon Damon Rung or whatever the fuck it's called. It's a Got bracelet that grants the wearer. Uh, full limit break at the start of combat. Wow. So, like, I, I want to bring that to Sephiroth. I want to hit him with Ascension at the beginning <laughs> oh, of the yeah. fight. I want everybody to be all ready. Like, when am I going to use it again, right? This is <laughs> That's true. You, you use it on, our, on, on one of the crabs. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, because they block you. I hate that. <laughs> no, you, you, use it, you use it to the thugs. <laughs> to those three thugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, hard, yeah. like speaking of hard mode, it's... It does what I like when Platinum does higher difficulties, where it's significant, okay. and it's not just, oh, they, they take slightly more damage. This one is like, mm. oh, he has new moves, and his life is almost triple. So deal with that. <laughs> uh, re- remember... Like, like Hell House like, also has, like, what, Tonberries? Is that the thing? Or yeah, I just yeah. completely missed the... So, like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> like, say, uh, with, the, with the Scorpion at the beginning of the first chapter... Uh, his his primary new move is uh, outside of doing his attacks more frequently and earlier on in their phases. Remember when he does the gimmick where he'll drop the debris that you hide behind, then he'll shoot the tail laser. He only shoots that once in normal mode, right? So you have a ch- if you don't dodge it the first time, y- there's still debris to hide behind in case he does something else. This time he does it twice in a row. So if you just charge out of the first, like hiding behind the first wall, because you know you expect him not to do that, you're gonna get immediately murdered by the second laser. Yikes! <laughs> so you have to watch, uh, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So yeah, cool. House, the, the hard mode he starts. He he gets like um, he he does m- most of his attacks at a frequent rate, and you yeah, he he starts popping out three ton berries at once. <laughs> so that's not fun. And um, I think the what really got me because I fought the Hell House for like nearly two hours because I kept losing during his final phase. Remember in the Corneo Coliseum fights before that, where you fight a mm. souped-up cutter and a sweeper. 
Yeah. I, I noticed during phase four of Hell House, like the gates open up in the corner of my eye. And I was wondering like, oh, what's that going to be? Is that going to be like a new hiding spot for him for a new phase? No, it's just that these robots show up again and they're also beefed up and they're hitting you as you're trying to kill this fucking house that's also hitting you. Well, you know, there, there, there are no rules in the, in the, in the college. Yeah, this right? is just meant yeah. to destroy you as a person. And yeah. goddamn, they do. That is a tough but ass yeah, fight. So, so I want to ask people about, uh, I want to ask people how they feel about, like, so what's the thing that's cool also? So we know that this game is like, uh, being in your face towards the end about the fact that, uh, the events of the original game, or at least some, some version of the events, have happened elsewhere in some alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. And I say this only because, like, I, I phrase it that way only because we, when we talk about the whispers, we talk about them preserving the timeline, and that's sort of been the widely agreed presumption about them. Honestly, I'm willing to entertain the notion that might, they might actually be trying to make the timeline more divergent. I don't know. Like, it's not... It's not my belief, but, you know, an argument could be made if they wanted to do that. But anyway, so how do we feel about, uh, like, Eris? So Eris's death is infamous. And um, her death her, her death hangs over the way the game is, tells its story. You know what I mean? Like, there's this way that the game sort of, like, winks at you and says, yeah, we know you know that Eris died, or and, and that, this, that her, the tragedy of who she is, sort of like lingers over her as a character and even towards the end like in the ending they have at least two shots I think where they sort of do a death fake out like Like showing Aerith scene yeah like uh, one one scene is like she has her back towards the portal and then it goes it makes a big bang noise and she's sort of like I wouldn't say I was afraid she was gonna die but I felt like hmm this was framed in a way to make people who were paranoid like freak a little bit out you know what I mean? And then oh, are, you about, are you talking about that scene where she looked perplexed and then Sephiroth showed up? Yeah, yeah, that that. That's the, one scene where I thought that that could be something, but it never happened. But it, yeah, you know. it never happened. I think it was it's fake. It's a fake out. You know, it's just sort of like it's supposed to make you like it's supposed to evoke the, the moment without necessarily trying to be about that moment. Right. I think I yelled yeah. on my stream at least once that is it going to happen now? Is she going to get stabbed now? <laughs> like oh, both jokingly and at the same time slightly worried, worried. that it might actually happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. Like like you're like you're like ninety percent sure it's not gonna happen, but you know, you but gotta it might. Some, <laughs> but you, know. you, you got you need to you need to save ten percent of yourself to 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 brace the impact at least. <laughs> yeah, do I like if that was the in uh, in Final no, sorry, Fantasy Tactics, it shows you a hit percent when you when you swing at an enemy. Ninety five percent and I still get a miss. So you know, oh god, it, that's oh, XCOM ninety-eight percent. Yeah, X- point yeah, yeah, X- it doesn't yeah. get a miss. So that's it's XCOM. That's XCOM rules. Yeah, that's it's X-com not out of the it's it's not out of the conversation. It could still well, happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. They, if it so happens to be that's the intention that you know just to make it a little bit of a fake out that it might happen or might not, it's. Um, it'd be great. Maybe it'd, it'd be pretty amazing because then we if like they are. Again, they're pretty much everybody knows that Eret's death is very iconic and very important, and they kept on showing it everywhere. And it's for Zach, at it. yeah. and he's awakening it. And then Zach is also another important factor in this whole story. Right. Uh, and then they just dumped it 
dump dump yeah. the fact that oh you know his his um fate was affected by the whispers and that now yeah. you know it could be a, it, that's a different timeline stuff like that discussions are now happening right now yeah so um, there, there, okay so for for anybody who hasn't played who hasn't played the game yet and is here for the spoiler stuff um the thing is the game doesn't actually tell you who Zach is that's the thing that's no not at I all mean, not at all. Yeah, they don't do yeah, like, like so. You like I play Final Fantasy VII remake, and then you hit the end, and you're like, "Who the fuck yeah, is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> who's yeah, black yeah. cloud. cloud. Who's the black brother? haired cloud? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be the that, that, That's happened. I've seen someone stream it, and he's like, "Who the fuck is that? Is that Clouds, bro? What's going on?" Yeah. So, so um, just actually, I would have been in the comments saying that's Clouds, gay lover. Anyway, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's that, that, dark that, cloud. That, it's him when he's just, evil. Oh, oh dark no. cloud. That's dark cloud. It's clouds, yeah. nobody. There's no, dark cloud. dark cloud. Dark cloud. It's the heartless cloud. I don't know. <laughs> no, dark dark cloud builds stuff out of out of out of, of crafting components and goes fishing. Yeah. Oh, dude, you wish. <laughs> you know what I thought about, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll remake the PS2 one day. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, yeah, that, that's thing that's interesting. So the only the only tell that you, um, in Final Fantasy VII remake, T, uh, Aerith tells Cloud that he kind of reminds her of her boyfriend or something like that, like her ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Because and, and to be clear, about- you get that dialogue only if you do all of the side quests in Chapter Eight. Because oh, if you really? if you don't complete all of them, you do <laughs> yeah, not they get have that, that scene. Matt. Oh, fuck, yeah, and I did all that. the side quests. Of course I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Like, but it's missable. Like, even like, yeah, uh, just, now. like, it's, I was actually surprised that, like, um, even, like, Aerith's dress, apparently yeah. the original one, you can only get that if you get all the side quests right. on the Corneo There's, chapter. There's, like, little hidden, um, yeah, they have, girlfriend they have those points. shits there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, those added things. Yeah, anyway. So, so anyway, yeah, she, she, she mentions her boyfriend, but she doesn't, she doesn't name him and she, she doesn't does. say, well. She tells Cloud his, uh, she tries to tell Cloud his name. Then we switch to Cloud's perspective and it's just static. He gets like the, the uh, headache yeah. that he gets upon the name. Yeah. Memory blocks. Yeah. 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 Like, wh- who? Yeah, and, and, and then, and so, so the game tells us that. I, I want to revisit those headaches, by the way, but let, let, let's get back, to, <laughs> move, move forward. Um, and then the game just goes on, and then we suddenly see black-haired cloud, dark cloud, with no explanation. And only those of us who are familiar with the FF7 lore will recognize that as Zack. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and this time he's alive, because he's dead in the original timeline, right? He's supposed to die. Yes. Yeah. He's the catalyst that yeah. turns he's cloud a, into he, who he is. Yeah, yeah. he's a he's I, a key figure as to why why Cloud is who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so it's going to be interesting in why or what they're going to do with that little change. <laughs> refresh my memory. Jesus refresh my Christ. Memory. Refresh my memory. Like how how does that happen? I know Zach appears in the original FF Seven game, and that which is revealed that like Cloud is an imposter, and you know like he's just pretending to be a soldier or something like that. But you guys probably know this better than mm-hmm. I do. So recall for me what happened there. So the, the presentation of the scene is as you're fighting the Whispers, right? Um, the Whispers are swarming around the Shinra building and then they're trying to defeat you in like that little fight or whatever. So um, it cuts to Midgar from an outside perspective during the daytime. 
and there's whispers swarming around it entirely. So initially, it makes you think like, oh, have we been fighting that long that it's already the break of dawn or whatever? <laughs> then you see yeah. um, a familiar looking boot and pants come into the scene. And you, you still think like, oh, is this just a reference? Or is this like maybe the characters looking at it from a different perspective, etc.? Then it pans up. Then you see the black hair, right? So you go like, oh my God, why are they showing us a scene of Zack at this very moment? So he turns around and he, he name drops Cloud, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it does a shot per shot of the ending of Crisis Core, where it starts okay, off yeah, in yeah. the barrel of a Shinra gun. Then it zooms out to show like a small army. Um, waiting for Zack. Then it does the whole thing where he puts the sword on his forehead, he drops the exact same line of dialogue, and goes into the, the charge against the soldiers, right? About like, you know, like, if you could see me now, Cloud, or something like that, right? No, he he, he drops the whole, like, um, the, the words that Angeal, which is his mentor, like, yeah, would tell him where, keep your honor as soldier, or like, not, not you know, because sh- soldier is an army for Shinra, but the values that Zack keeps... Or what soldier means in his mind is, you know, the hero that Very saves different. everyone. So he yeah, he yeah. does all that. He does the lines and everything. And then, you know, you, it throws you right back into battle. So you think, like, why are you showing this to me now? What is the importance yeah. of... For, for someone who knows, like, why are you showing me the scenes of Zack? At this very from, moment, from a from a from a from a from a PSP prequel that not everybody has played. Exactly, that's, that's, which is, is uh, yeah, this yeah. Is, is, um, that scene was entirely remade um, uh-uh. because Shemper, like the, the remake has new character models, etc., etc., and um, mm. it was it wasn't bright as day during the the PSP cutscene. It was like yeah. very overcast because you know it rains at the end because the live stream is crying, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then, um, once you do beat Sephiroth and the whispers are look to be destroyed completely, it shows that day scene again and the whispers like popping into light, signifying mm-hmm. that I think you've killed them at that point. And then yeah. it shows Zack standing amidst you know all the dead Shinra soldiers and going like, "That's it, right?" And then um, it pans a chip bag. Featuring uh, what's the name of the dog Stamped. mascot? Stamp. Uh, it's his Stamped. name is Stamp, and, Stamped. and it's a different breed it's a different of dog. dog, right? On the on the chip bag, which I yeah. think is a hint that like, oh, it's a different universe, maybe, <laughs> and not yeah. just like um, a change in the past. Like maybe this Zach survives because he he can't survive in the the current timeline because you know Cloud wouldn't become who he is if Zach didn't die. Yeah, so can you recap that for me very quickly? Like, uh, I did play FF7, but what happens is that Cloud, like, uh, Cloud, Cloud looked up to Zack and then sort of, like, took on Zack's style. Like, he's kind of, like... Yeah, you know, uh, like, Cloud uh, is Mako poison from the experiments, right? So he's all, like, drugged up and all that. Um, uh, yeah. Then he witnesses Zack, Zack's death. Then Zack passes on, passes on the Buster Sword and tells him, like... Um, you are the proof that I existed. Just take my, my legacy, go on. So what Cloud does is he warps his memory and then internalizes what he knows of Zack. And he thought that that was yeah. his memories in the past. That's right. Because, that's he, right. That's why because Cloud he aspired to be soldier, but wasn't exactly yeah. good enough to get in the soldier program. Yeah, and he was essentially like, embarrassed about it too, right? That's why he during the, the flashback yeah. in Nibelheim, he wears the mask constantly in his hometown. 
Yeah, and I, if I recall correctly, like they they even show like in the original of FF Seven, they show flashbacks, and then turns out like they give him like the regular Shinra foot soldier model, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's it's essentially like him, like like for example in the remake, it's just him like at that point living like, oh yeah, I'm the one who's, who killed Sephiroth, I'm the one who you know right. took care of Sephiroth and all that, yeah. and then like even in the remake when Cloud said, well it's been five years, and then Tifa just nodded like what? It's it's like, been yeah. way longer than that, Cloud. Yeah, and then he just imagines that I was there in Nibelheim with Sephiroth. Like, wait, 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 what? No, yeah, not, right, no yeah, that's that's question that years, false memories, but doesn't call it out. Yeah, yeah and that. so th- they have those small. Li- so the game has those little moments where, like, if you know the story of Cloud and you know in the past, they will have a nod to it. Like, like Tifa, like there's there's a reason why Tifa's not reacting as as she is because it's like it's not she's not supposed to be you know she's you're remembering she was quiet, like, wrong, Cloud. That's not yeah, how it she's quit. She's confused. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I'm. That's why I'm really looking forward to as the story play as the story of the remake saga plays out is like how those moments of uh, of of sort of like those false memories and what Tifa's reaction is going to be like, like how that's going to play out with all of this brand new, like, you know, voice acting, storytelling, and like this just, this just approach to how they tell, how they tell the story beats. Like, very, the very first half of, of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I really absolutely loved. I mean, I love all of it, but I loved it, you know, for like taking those moments I really, really remembered in the game and sort of like making them breathe more and feel more like, acted out and performed and so i'm like when they big do the big reveal of hey cloud isn't who he says he is like that's gonna be really you know that's really gonna be something to see right i I can't wait to see how they change that dialogue with you know how how well these characters act and Mm -mm. you know make it sound like believable and convincing that way um i can't wait for barrett in his sailor suit (laughs) (laughs) yeah like on on the topic of um how people, how some people internalize the ending to be like, oh my god, remake two is gonna wow. be a completely different game from the original, etc. I, what we're realistic, uh, realistically gonna get most likely is, it's gonna do most of the game still, most of the original game still, right? We're we're gonna be doing the same old silly mini games. We're gonna revisit the same areas. We we need to beat Sephiroth still. His plan is probably still gonna be to drop a big old rock. I don't know, but um. Like like uh, Carlos mentioned that um, this just opens up to creative freedom, and then they can change major story elements. Yeah. So like we might not see Aerith die, or she might die yeah. in a different way, you know. But yeah, that's, we're that's still going to be going die. through the same towns. We're going to be, you know, we're going to dress up as soldiers and then do that parade mini game to impress Rufus. You're going to get Barrett <laughs> in wait. a stupid sailor outfit. I want the RTS, the RTS minigame where yeah. like you oh, manage like fucking soldiers in. Was it Cosmo Canyon? I'm not sure if it was Cosmo Canyon. We're gonna do that well, anyway. minigame for Sid while we defend the mountain with fucking weaponry and all that nonsense. Was that was that, was that like the, the tower defense game? Yeah, yeah. No, We're still like gonna do game. all that. <laughs> yeah, but or Vincent no, no. rising from his crypt like. Uh, <laughs> Fuck like I, the most fucking Yuffie's gonna see all, all our materia again, you know. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait! So, I can't wait not. for the game to make a fake save point, just for me to touch it and then get all my shit stolen. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That did happen. No, that's that's it's all up in the air, and that's again that's the reason why the ending's yeah. actually just great in my eyes because like I can enjoy the game as I, I feel like I can enjoy the game more because then I I don't like. 
I know, th- like, I'm gonna be start looking at like where the where are they gonna change things, right. like. Mendoza said something earlier about, you know, will they kill Eris or not? And I'm like, honestly, I'm in team don't kill Eris. Like, I'm not one of those people who's like, who, who, who like experienced a great wailing and gnashing of tears when, when Eris was killed off. But I also think like there was a lot of opportunity denied that character in terms of storytelling and themes by killing her off. Like I, I, I'm not saying that that Final Fantasy VII the first time around was wrong to tell the story wrong. It's wrong, but I'm just like, wow! Imagine what we can do with that character when she's not dead. You know, it's like it's like comic books. It's like it's like comic books. It's like I think it's valid that Gwen Stacy died, yeah. but also Spider Spider Gwen's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, I think that's exactly <laughs> what the development team also wants to do. Like, imagine what Ares can yeah. do if yeah. she's around for certain segments. Or at the very least, yeah. if they do still go on with her dying, it needs to have a lot more importance. And yeah. you know, the, the set piece might have to change to accommodate for all of that. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. interesting if it does survive and then see if she actually is a major influence or if she's another ride. Right. If, yeah. if it comes to that point, <laughs> then the next game would have to be drastically different now. <laughs> my, my, yeah. my, my, my wife, my wife they're, they're, uh, they're, uh, they want... They kind of go like, "Oh, okay, uh, she dies and, and and she gets resurrected." That's the that's the beat that she wants to go. Personally, I want cheats. <laughs> cheats. Yeah, cheats. yeah. Pers- personally, I want to go with total death aversion. <laughs> I think both stories are valid, but I think my preference would be for her to like to not die at all. I'd be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> to be honest, I was actually more afraid of Barrett dying in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! But did, because did he get stabbed? That in the was just game? out of no, no, he no, did not. He wasn't. In that scene with Barrett and everything, and then Sephiroth confronting them, and then Genova all of a sudden, whoa, crazy stuff. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that in that scene, it's just fine. we just see a fat guy. Yeah, we, in the original, we just see a fat guy like, laying on his desk with a fucking sword on his back. Yeah, you, just, yeah. you just find That's President Shinra dead. You don't have yeah. that conversation. Which I think that conversation is actually really good. Because yeah. um, it, it brings the... Like, he, he questions Barrett about, you know, him being an eco-terrorist, and that just adds yeah, a lot like of character to Barrett himself. I think that uh, it, it, it didn't... They didn't let the scene linger too much, and they didn't have the opportunity to explore the after-effect of that characterization, yeah. but it's still really, really, really awesome, and I hope it plays even further into the rest of the story. Definitely. The idea that, the idea that uh, you know, not that Barrett is selfish, but rather, like, how does he choose between the idea of Avalanche, like, being dis- considered disreputable, you know, in pursuit of, 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 the, of, the, of his goals, right. while also, like, staying true to those goals? And um, if this is playing off also like all the previous like supplementary FF7 content, uh, specifically mm-hmm. before Crisis where they expand upon Avalanche, this does make a lot of sense too. Because um, this game also mm-hmm. doesn't seem to outright um, ignore all the extra stuff. Yeah, which like, is cool, right? People are <laughs> worried. Uh, people want um, them to retcon bits of Crisis Core because people hate Genesis, which is a character that shows up in oh, Crisis yeah. Core, and then he shows up in like Dirge of Cerberus and all that. Plus, he's played by Gact, the Japanese singer, and is the reason <laughs> why Square can't re-release Crisis Core because they have not renewed the contract with Gact. Yeah, yeah. Because his right. face is Genesis, right? So people mm-hmm. want Genesis out of the picture just to get rid of the character, just to get rid of Gact too. But this game basically God. acknowledges the existence of Crisis Core because they drop beats like Project G 
you know, Project yeah. Genesis before they made Sephiroth. They they post uh, posters for the Benora White um, fruit, which is also from Crisis Core. And then, um, you know, like Avalanche being a bigger unit than you initially thought, which is explained upon in Before Crisis too, where they're yeah, not as not, pure I, heart as you think they are. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Mendoza, I, I really love that also because I think, I think it really sucks sometimes when these big major franchises like go and make big splashy reimaginings or reboots or, or, or at least, uh, resurrections. And then they kind of be all like, oh, you know, all that stuff before, like, that's not. <laughs> We're not even considering that Valor can. Nobody's saying nobody's saying that they have to, that they're obligated right. to make expanded universe material can or whatever. But it kind of feels like that's how it always is. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, easier that like, way. Yeah, like like I like for example, you know, it, it, it sort of like it puts a stain on extended universe work. You know what I mean? Like right. the people people who make who make the the movies and the and the TV shows, you know, are all like. Well, as long as I have a, I have the ability to use a camera, your novels are invalid. <laughs> Subject oh to change without prior yeah. notice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Subject to change with prior notice, you know. Uh, that's definitely the case with Star Trek. That's definitely the case with Star Wars. And, you know, uh, having a game that, having a, a remake game that sort of goes like, you know, we're, 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 we're going to look at the totality of the lore is like really cool. Well, they do implement that whole subject to change without prior notice thing, but instead yeah. of it for being instead of it save, being saved for the supplemental stuff, they're doing it with the base game. They're doing yeah, it with also, the source. And also, like you know, the the, the 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 premise of remake is that they can reinvent everything, but they're exactly. not. They're not. They're not just doing it like the way movies do it. They're just kind of like, I changed the story. I didn't even acknowledge the material existed. Like right. whatever. What's this? Um, yeah. All those, all those EU books are just r- sitting, gathering dust <laughs> somewhere else. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I'm not even gonna bother. Like, how <laughs> did Terrence Howard became Don Cheadle in the sequel? <laughs> I think you're talking about a completely different <laughs> right? conversation. Just forget about Jackson. it. You know, nobody yeah. noticed. Nobody remembers. But yeah, I think just forget with about with it. this game and Edward Norton. If, yeah. if the rumors were true that they've introduced different timelines now, I think. Parallel Older universes, stuff like the G Project and Genesis can be can exist on a different timeline, and they kind of have that excuse now that ah oh, no, in this remake, in this ver- in this timeline, uh, Genesis isn't here, or yeah. something like that. So they kind of open up that that possibility now. I mean, they they could totally still do that, but yeah. like um, they could also just acknowledge it without having to show it. Yeah, yeah right? like they can acknowledge the existence of Project G, but don't have to show Genesis because they also confirm. Yeah. Um, deep, what was it deep underground, deep ground? Oh, by, deep ground. Uh, yeah, yeah, they add that segment where you find the the Shinra lab under Sector Seven. Right, and that's, yeah, that's a new that's thing. That's a thing for yeah. deep that's ground, which is where thing. Genesis is from. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So there's all that. So um, before we People go, Square is just like gushing because uh, pretty like, much, like oh my god, you just opened up. All of these possible spin-offs that we can do, and I'm like, yeah, yeah thank you, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, they all exist. So, 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 yeah. so it's going to be called Project Fabula Novalis. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I don't know, please, man. No, it's Nobra. Go Are ahead, we, I guess. Is Fabula <laughs> just going to be Cloud Strife Returns? 
<laughs> just lightning. Cloud becomes the next Jesus again. Yeah, again. Like lightning. <laughs> Chadley, <laughs> we need to kill all the humans to save them. Oh no. Personally, personally, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the Final Fantasy VII Type Zero that nobody will play. <laughs> oh, but that game's good. <laughs> FF7 oh, really? High School. I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's just FF8, it's, dude. It's available on Steam, right? Actually, they should do that. They, I, I they should do that. Say, they should sell. Yeah, yeah before yeah. we go too far from the whole like Zach portion of the the conversation, I'm actually really iffy about Zach surviving, either it being mm-hmm. a, in a parallel universe or not, because what do you do with an alive Zach? Yeah, because that changes mm-hmm. a bit too much. I'd say you can only um, do one thing. He rocks, is it? <laughs> mm. Well, Rockers is okay, dead so. too, Migs. But, but that's that. the thing. You, you Kingdom Hearts to it. You revive it. So it's sort so, of. But Roxas has to die. <laughs> I have no idea now. Roxas like, dies. He dies because he fuses with Sora. Yeah, exactly. My thing is um, when they show. Like, he survives the combat scenario, sure. But also, how he actually dies in Crisis Core is really dumb. Because in Crisis Core, you build up so much power. Zack gets so many, you know, like, board-clearing magic abilities. Like, he can he can destroy Nibelheim himself with no effort. Like, you mm-hmm. see feats that most characters can't accomplish. It could be an exaggeration for the player, etc. But still, you know, you do get... You can summon Bahamuts, for fuck's sake. And how they presented it in the original game during the flashback is... Zack gets shot in the back, right? Mm-hmm. He tries to walk away. He gets shot in the back. Then he drags himself over Cloud and then does the whole sword thing, right? Take my sword, etc. Escape. In Christ's score, he gets shot in the front. Then they just leave him to die on the corner. Then Cloud himself is the one who crawls out. Um. But having survived a small army, getting shot by three dudes is kind of like, how I still have like ninety nine potions in my ass. How do you die? Yeah, that was a, isn't that Final Fantasy problems to right. begin with? Like sometimes, like sometimes, sometimes you know you you, you step like in the in the in the Midgar in Shinra lobby, like you know Barrett, you know local florist avalanche and, and lab rat dog are surrounded by twelve you know twelve Shinra soldiers soldiers, and they're suddenly like, oh god, we're in a, we're in a, we're in quite a bit of a pickle. <laughs> Bullet cutscenes can kill you, but gameplay cutscenes can <laughs> gameplay bullets cannot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like oh, it's God. it's so hard to like like when you think of it that way. It's so hard to to take it in because like oh okay, Tifa has to go through this whole segment to go and hit the security, Just open the door, go through chandeliers right. and everything. Yeah. But it's absolutely okay with you know jumping two stories when finding a boss. It's like yeah, absolutely exactly. fine. Um, yeah, so that, I I also thought of that, Carlos. I was just like, what do you like mean? What do you what do you mean? I can jump into the, into into the air and beat up a bird with my with my fists and, right, and kicks. exactly. And then I and I, and I need chan- <laughs> I need a chandelier to get over. Fuck you. Right. And like the whole the whole Joe Lab like oh uh, Aerith and T far up off floor up we're down here how do we get to each other an hour <laughs> later you see Cloud jumping from debris to debris killing things with his like blade <laughs> beam thing I don't like I don't know but he's 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 a pretty much a super he's, he's literally a super soldier man literally like, like, super I had, soldier like I I actually thought about it but I was like okay there are there are there are eighteen Shinra soldiers and the game has only <laughs> the game has only thrown maybe three to four at you at a time so that's maybe 
four and a half. Why am I doing this work for you? <laughs> uh, um, I'd just like to, to say again, um, yeah. in the PS1 version of the Zack flashback when he mm. dies, it's a lot more heartless because they shoot him in the back. Then they go up to his body and then shoot him again. Yeah, you double tap. Make sure he's that's fucking a, dead. That's a, that's a, yeah, and the original, that's a, that's he, a, that's the original like there's like two shinos just constantly shooting the body. Yeah, I think it's three soldiers because like that, that they tried to emphasize that moment in Crisis Core. They made it a bit too over dramatic in Crisis Core that I kind of didn't like it. Like you get the the moments where um, in gameplay where you can't beat the soldiers and Zack is losing his his ability to limit break. Like he's because it, it shows up in the form of memories of characters he meets. So like he he starts fading those pictures in his mind and can't perform limit breaks anymore, but um like in the original it's a, it's a lot more heartless that he gets shot in the back and all that. So I was expecting during the the cutscenes and remake where they show him and Cloud walking away, like you, you see the the metaphor where Cloud and Aerith walk forward and then the their memory of Zack walks past them right. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Zack to get shot mm. right there. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So in, in yeah, my it, mind, it's like it'd be really funny if that die. happens. Right? Wow. Like, if that happens, it's not clear that he's alive. He's not alive. He's not alive unless you show him at Midgar. Mm. If he's not in Midgar, he could still get shot. Yeah, <laughs> I like how, how that's a possibility. Like, oh, like for new people who've watched, who played the game, like who's Zach? And then after like two minutes later, he dies. Like, wait, who's Zach? <laughs> like, who yeah. are you? You're dead now. Oh, like, man. like it, I don't know what else. Uh, what, like, um, what worse the Wikipedia for this guy? Like, here's my take on it, because um, uh, Carlos, you mentioned that one of Maximilian's like theories of how the next game will begin is. Because um, after Midgar, oh, yeah, I love you go this, to yeah. the town of Kong. Wait, wait, right? wait, 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 wait. Who's Ma- who's Maximilian? Uh, it's, it's just some FGC YouTuber Twitch guy. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> okay, he's a, he's a guy who looks like Jesus who plays fighting games. But anyway, um, Maximilian yeah. dude or something. Af- after you go, after you leave Midgar, you go to the town of Kong, and that's where Cloud tells his story of what happened in Nibelheim when you know Sephiroth goes insane and kills everyone. So, uh, you, Carlos, you brought up the theory that what if the second game immediately starts in the flashback? Like, that mm. would seem like a really uh. cool moment, right? You're Cloud in the flashback, you see Sephiroth in your party, and he's doing really cool things. Yeah, and, yeah, um, that would be good. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the fact that, that's the, it, that's uh, it, yeah. at, that remakes uh, uh, level cap is at 50 also falls into that because at that point in the original game, Sephiroth is at level 50 exactly. Yeah. And he has mm. uh, max versions of fire, ice, and lightning, which you achieve mm. in remake, right? Yeah. Which could be like just a, a functional thing, but in terms of the, the storytelling, it could still match up to that. Because so where you, they are, their next, their next destination, if it's based on the original, is they have to go to the town. And right. then. In the original, everybody's gonna because in the original, people are like still flabbergasted on what the fuck's out Sephiroth's all about. Exactly, um, they're not supposed to know the, who in he the remake. Is. Yeah, remake. You pretty much they pretty much have an idea because they literally you know cross swords with each other. Right. Um, in the original, he spends time in the hotel explaining um, everybody his story of what Sephiroth's all about and what happened between them, and. Yeah, that could be the, also the start of the remake where, you know, that's also where they're going to right. you know, tell yeah. us more about this 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 weirdo with one wing. My, my thing is, um, once they do the, the flashback bits, and then, you know, Cloud is just lying through his teeth and all that, um, 
maybe Tifa will start dropping hints of Zack and maybe Eris will start dropping hints of Zack just to make the audience, in case they don't know who Zack is, at least mm. acknowledge like how important of a character he is. And then they drop that scene of the flashback where as he's walking away with Cloud, then he gets shot in the back. Just to emphasize that moment more. <laughs> I have a version in my head where it's mm-hmm. it's it it leans more into um, how how JJ Abrams this this uh, version of Final Fantasy has become. I love 2009 Star Trek, but after that, it's all over with JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, no. Tell so, me more. So the sequel to Final Fantasy VII starts. With the gang going to calm, but before they go to that village, they see the dead body of Zach Fair. They can't, dude. He's been dead for what? years. <laughs> no, no, because it, it's a, he's alive. In in, but he's in a different timeline. Yeah, yeah but he the, can't be but there. Thing, the, but they can do that symbolically, and then that's where they explain. What he sees? Thing. No, no, like, I, they, like the skeleton of Zach is there. Like they just never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? It has a name. It has a name tag. Zach. It's like a dog tag it's for a soldier. It's both of us. Yeah, Zach Fair, no, soldier, just, first class. He's the one picked up his bones. <laughs> and then, when, bone, the, then when they see the body, they will just what is this? Yeah. Who is this cloud? Like how but how is he similar to your uniform? And then flashbacks and all will start. We all wear this uniform. Yeah, and then you know, except Sephora. He has his clothes, but Aerith is able to identify him by his underwear. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. <laughs> I bought someone sim- <laughs> But how does a skeleton exist? Don't they go to the live stream when they die? <laughs> I mean, Wait, what, is, what does J.J. Adams have to do with this one? Though? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I was just going to lead into Zack being Spock oh. Prime of this timeline. <laughs> he will. He will go. He will, he will traverse uh, the streams. Oh, what, the life what, streams. If what, if, what if he's an old Zach? He's old Zach, and he's going like you know, you know. He's, he's like <laughs> Cloud Strife was a great man. <laughs> this blonde guy stole my sword. Please give yeah. it back. I need my big knife with me again. <laughs> no, what I'm that's actually because, thinking is they might that's because like, you haven't invented it yet. The, the <laughs> Japanese writer might just you know pull a book from their superhero shows like Kamen Rider and all that where. Um, the final battle will have Zack from an alternate universe jump through a portal to help them fight. Oh, and then God. when he goes back to his world, he gets shot. <laughs> what? <That's- laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I just want to say before we before we move on, like, I think the number of times that, that Mendoza has said, and then Zack gets shot he, is he truly needs, disturbing. I, he needs to die, man. <laughs> don't you want to be, like, don't you want him to be alive, Miggy? I can't imagine how they'll make him work. Hero. I, I think I think Mendoza is a secret purist. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I mean, the, the mentors are me, to man. Preserve, to pres- yeah, to preserve. I would shove Zach in front of a gun <laughs> if I have oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> if Riku too from good for Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Mendoza will become alive. the gun. Yeah. I will become the Whisperer. Wait, why? Riku dies? No, no, I mean, if Riku got redeemed in Kingdom Hearts, then it's possible, Zach. But he didn't die. Yeah, I know. Mm. That's redemption, dude. No, it's... Like, I have okay, only okay, played Kingdom want... Hearts 1, by the way. But I, I just can't imagine how they'll make a live Zach work. Like, yeah, even if it's a parallel fair. universe. Like, do you make that playable? How playable are you going to make it? And then how much of the story changes at that point? 
and that's yeah. why I like this whole thing because like I don't know how the mentors work, but they just they did it. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I want to move we'll on see. to two more. I want to move on to two more things before we wrap up because we're you know we're, we're you know we've been at it for a while. I, um, yeah, we're fine. The, the, yeah, the first thing I want to talk about <laughs> is the first thing I want to talk about is like so the ending of Final Fantasy VII the original is basically uh, uh help, help me out with this like. A meteor comes down, yeah. right? Meteor comes down. Sephiroth summons a meteor and is like, gonna fucking destroy the planet and the planet Scar will heal itself, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's only through the power of a dead heiress who provides you the material needed to, like, uh, avert the meteor, if I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah, um, she casts you, you holy, holy to help drive the meteor away. Away, yeah. but... Uh, if if I recall correctly, the planet is still damaged anyway, right? Yes, you don't actually the, stop the meteor from hitting. The yeah, planet is and, fucked, dude. Yeah, the planet is fucked, which is really depressing and like you know, and fair, whatever. Like, I think I wonder if there's gonna be a, a Hayao Miyazaki situation now. For those of you who aren't aware, like when Hayao Miyazaki, the critically celebrated filmmaker, uh, anime maker, he he does like he did Nausicaa a long time ago and. Nausicaa was this environmental parable in which, like, humans and nature, like, are at odds with each other, but also, like, they get together in the end and they kind of fucking save everything. That's what happens in Nausicaa without getting too much into it. Mm-hmm. And as, as Miyazaki grew older and more bitter, resentful, and cynical, and basically pessimistic, at least, uh, he made Princess Mononoke, and Princess Mononoke kind of, like, has a similar thing going about industrialization and environmentalism. And it's basically, no, um, there's no, mankind is always a force of entropy. So, uh, you know, the gods will die under man. And, you know, that is the only future that we can imagine. And we have to build a future out of that inevitability. That's the, that's how Mononoke works. And I wonder, I'm led to wonder that if, if, Fan Fantasy VII Remake is sort of like slightly teasing you with the possibility that Eris could survive, that she could avert her destiny, then is it possible that the planet will avert its destiny too? Because it is one of the other images we get from that alternate timeline. The, the, you know, we see Eris, we see the Materia, we see, you know, Red Thirteen's uh, run around the mountains and all that stuff, or Nanaki. And so I wonder, like, will the meteor be averted? Is that what we're going to get? What do you guys think? I honestly feel like the end of the remake will be that you actually save the planet. Yeah. But how we get there is what I'm wondering. Because some people are saying the exact yeah. opposite, where, oh, um, if Aerith doesn't die, then they don't get holy to cast against Meteor. But no, it, it could also true. be that because she's alive, they do get a stronger power of some sort and then actively yeah. avoid Sephiroth from actually casting the spell. Yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds. I, I, you people, I like that how how you your your version of those events like seem a little bit more developed than right. mine. Because <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah. the characters actively, especially at that final chapter, the characters are getting visions of um, their scenes. Destinies. It's their destinies, which is scenes uh, like newly rendered scenes from the old game with the new graphics. Yeah. And I swear, some of them I think are straight up from Advent Children. Because mm. yeah, they, they yeah, put this heavy same. filter on it just to make it, you know, not as obvious. But yeah. I feel like and if save, they are going that route <laughs> where they need to retcon Advent Children also, which the events of Advent Children happen because Meteor hits, right? The, yeah. Like yeah. The, the cities are fucked. Um, the disease spreads, which is a side effect yeah. of Sephiroth dying. 
So to yeah. make it a perfectly happy ending, they need to prevent Meteor from destroying most of the planet. And how they get yeah. there could be the the subject to change without prior notice that, you know, the developers are disclaimering from from this. And yeah, well, I couldn't have said it any better to my, myself that, uh, that that's, you know, that might happen, that might not happen, but it's definitely something I want to see or yeah. whatever, whatever imaginative thing they can, they can make. And the other thing I want to ask you guys is like, so, you know, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the Final Fantasy VII Remake saga? Like, what are the things you're most excited about mm. or uh, not excited for about? The, for the next one? Yeah, for for the, for the rest of this, like not just the next part, but just in general, like what I Square like does with f- Final Fantasy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like to see, um, like, not how they did because this is them technically doing a sequel. They haven't really done their track record of doing sequels isn't that great because Final yeah, Fantasy thirteen two and three or even X two, like, not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they. This is the redeeming factor in those kinds of like moving forward to a to a story because this I don't I don't know about that. That's what I'm concerned about. Like, yeah, they did something great. I don't know how they're gonna top from there. And to make it to make matters worse, they're now entering a territory that is Final Fantasy 15 ter- territory in terms of gameplay wise. It's gonna be open world. You'll be moving around, or maybe you're not. I don't know. It's big up yeah. in the air. So I'm concerned in that area. Yeah, yeah, I think that's valid, Carlos. Like, like. You know, we have, we do enjoy this game and we appreciate it a lot. But as is the case with any game series that's going to be, well, a series, you know, there's no guarantee that number two will be just as good as or better than the next one. And that's not us being pessimistic. That's just like, that's just a reality. You know, I mean, right. like every, 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 every episode of a thing is always going to be another, another casting of the dice. Yeah, so I'm just more like much more yeah. you know, um, holding on, see how it goes, and hopefully it's not going to be not long of a wait because I like to think they'll use the same um, as or you know engine or as. I'm sure they hopefully they're going to use Epic again. I mean, um, what's that was the engine for this Unreal game? Unreal Four, Unreal, was Unreal. Epic, um, Unreal. Uh, like so, at least all they got to do is just. Because they got the ground going, they yeah. just have to pass it on to the next gen consoles. This is obviously gonna be PS Five no matter what. The next oh yeah. Gen, so I, I keep forgetting so that there's unreal technology because I keep I still think it's it's Lumos. Lumos was the name of the engine they used for for XP, right? Yeah, for fifteen. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I just hope it's like yeah. Let's let's like what? Hopefully, like three hours. Ah, uh, three hours. Three years. Compared uh, to five year, probably five yeah. years minimum. <laughs> oh my no, god! No, it's not take that long anymore. I, I'd it could be say just, just it, exactly just as long as as the first no, one. I, I'd say it's going <laughs> to be look, look. either two or three years because um, the reason why this first seven remake took so long is because there's their team was split for most yeah. of that because they had to work on both FF15 and Kingdom Hearts three. And Kingdom Hearts three, mm-hmm. but yeah. also you got you guys better. They were both that in the world. Uh, <laughs> note that living in this time where. Everyone stuck at home. Development uh, no, will well, slow down, yeah. so it would take yeah. much longer than expected, for sure. I don't yeah. think the man, yeah. like, this just there's a big slowdown, yeah, for sure. But I don't think it'll add two years to it. Like, yeah, not not it'll maybe add six months additional for right. because of what's happening right, right. now. But not the man, two years. They have 
I don't know. That's that's what my think is. Like it will be a shorter wait, but I'm not for yeah. sure. Like It'll the be, engines well, established, uh, right. the systems established, so it's just more about like, developing the maps and the new areas, and you know, and yeah, making the airship story. run, maybe. Oh god. Well, as we're, ra- as, as we're as we're rapidly learning these days from from various websites, like game development is hard, and we cannot actually predict it without any information on the inside. Right. However, I am inclined to agree with everybody with, with the fact that the COVID nineteen stuff is a complicating factor, but also that there is no good reason why it shouldn't take that that the COVID nineteen thing would add. Two years to the whole thing, as Carlos said. I yeah. do think that they will want to do this game sooner, not just because of for economic and commercial imperatives, but because uh, producer Yoshinori Kitase and uh, director Tetsuya Nomura and the like, they've all talked about Final Fantasy VII Remake like, project extensively uh, and said something to the effect of they wanted to make this game uh, personally because they felt like they didn't want anyone else to do it, and they also wanted to do it now because they felt like they they were worried that they would reach a point where they would be too old to make it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and honestly, and honestly, those guys are only like I think they're only in their late forties or early fifties, which you know. And uh, um, I heard it, that the youngest developer from the OG is like forty plus, forty five so yeah, around that range. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, like if they take if they take ten years to complete the entire story, that's just going to like that's just going to push it for their yeah. own self professed goal of let's not finish this when we're like you know when we're going to hit retirement age. <laughs> actually, I don't think the man uh, actually. Maybe they had to jumpstart the project, not more like yeah. finish it because. Yeah. I'd like to think that maybe like halfway through, like okay, we have a core team that will definitely serve yeah. justice. Yeah. I'm just gonna sip my, my iced tea, you know, and just hope to God they really yeah. do the good job, you know. Right, right. Yeah, 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 definitely. And yeah, that's a lot of Final Fantasy Seven talk right there. It's good. I enjoyed good. it. I actually like that they're they're taking um, a different route when it comes to the storytelling mm. in this because that just makes for a lot like uh, a lot more interesting of an experience cuz like even yeah. if it was a spot on remake i think we'd still like it you know we'd be happy with the gameplay changes and all that and yeah like like i said like earlier like i was okay with it ending when you entered the portal like yeah. okay credits roll moving on with life but no they might have, they made it us they made us enter reddit and then go on that it, fucking rabbit hole of that. It's definitely a lot more interesting happened? that they're taking all yeah. these liberties with it while keeping, you I'm, know, I'm, same to the yeah. so, a lot of the original beats. I, I, I'm going to tell you guys, like like I said, not a big FF7 fan. Now I'm a fucking mm-hmm. super fan. Yeah. I'm a fucking super fan now. And I'm like, you know, like when when, Bar- when Barrett and the gang show up at the end, like you're, you're, you're alone and you're dueling with, you know, with, with Sephiroth and like the rest of the gang back you up. And I'm like, yes, yes, I love you guys. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's actually movie. pretty. Like, they makes you want to like cheer. Like, go! Yeah, yeah. They fix these Aerith characters. Tifa, go! And when they combine, yeah. when they combine finishing blows, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't wait to see how they fix like characters like Sid, who was oh, like God. this broken uh, sailor's it's a wife wearing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so they he have to make him likable wife. somehow, right? So they yeah. need to fix that. Up. Why is he broken? Why is he broken? He's he's a wife beater and you know basically a oh, big huge sex misogynist yeah. big misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for Yuffie man I'm 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 jazzed for Yuffie. 
I'm just I'm just for, for Vincent because Cloud needs a partner with all the weird coolness happening in in the bunch. Yeah. Like he needs to be like the awkward, like quiet man that is too cool for actually even, even for Cloud. I think the most the aside from all the story stuff and them remaking some silly minigames, I think I'm most excited about how they'll make all the characters play differently and at the same time make them you know really fun. Yeah, because they they managed to no, do that true. for yeah. four characters in this first part, where they're all drastically different in terms of gameplay style. And at so the same I time, love Tifa's, I love like Tifa's combos. Yeah, yep. yeah oh yeah, it's a character action game just by herself, right? I know, right? Fucking, uh, fucking, I have to be like, oh, stop playing Tifa. Other ga- other people have their ATB bars filled, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then we we have like what? You have Yuffie, you have Keith Sith, you have. Red six or Red thirteen. Oh my God! Um, give us Kate Sith on, yeah, the, on the second gonna part. You, play. You, you cowards! Lucky seven slot machines. Go. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make all. That was a weird nod because they actually had Kate Sith when the plate fell. They just they just want Kate Sith to, to they just want to it felt like there. they just want to animate Kate Sith in that scene. Right, and, and at the same there. time they don't explain that either. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. A lot of people are like, "Who the but, fuck is this cat?" Is that, there, like, um, is, is that is that is that one of Wedge's cats? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, no, but hey, I'm Wedge's, also with Wedge's Miggy cat looks with that sick. one. Looks like he's malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> with how they handle the characters in the first one, like they're gonna expand it. Like, we're gonna see how Sid works, how Dude, Vincent works, how I everybody works in their Vincent own unique way. To transform into a fucking Frankenstein monster. <laughs> and the combat will be will be drastically different because this is a party of four. Five, if you, if you add uh, Red 13 in the, towards the end. Well, they could still keep the whole three-person dynamic, but they need they to could, add uh, a party cool. swapping, like a real party swapping mechanic. Yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah, that was interesting about this game. There was no party swapping. It only was, like, in VR the missions. Game, the game there was no actual yeah, party the, swapping. It's only, yeah, the, the, the swapping the is only based on the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah the game exactly. gives you. Yeah, Which is understandable. Yeah. Be pretty cool given if they can the, integrate the whole group, though. Right, That's like, the, thing. the lack of party swapping is fine for the you know, given the small scope of the first yeah, yeah. game. But after that, they need to make an active party swapping mechanic. Mm-mm. I would love to have everybody involved, like maybe FF10 style, some way, somehow, I don't know. Yeah, that would be Assists. nice. Assists, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, go. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Marvel Assist. game. Yeah. Separ- Assist, you're, assist you're, yeah, actually, you could if if they can assign us like a the character assists instead of like actual swapping. Yeah, that would be so good. Uh, oh, oh, fuck, that'd be awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, red thirteen, like, throw a cure, why don't like you? you can oh, assign. Yeah, oh, can, I, can I just say, groove, or can I just say with parallel realities, I want Sid, I, throw I, your I, spear. What? Why? Just throw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, just, cable, just set the sub whatever. ATB <laughs> command or spend an ATB command to call a party member. Yeah, like yeah. Sid will just come and do a jump. Sure. Yeah. They have a core gameplay mechanic in in store, and the way we're talking already, there's a lot. Of, I'm sure yeah. that the developers are like, "Well, this is gonna be Actually, pretty cool. Yeah. How we're gonna do I, this?" I, or that. I would yeah. like that kind of character assist system so that every like all of the party members become involved like so that right. they are actually fighting as 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 a whole group instead of character swapping. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be really. Yeah, nice. but it feels it feels kind of weird sometimes when they're like, "Well, you yeah. just stay here on this bench." And fucking in the third <laughs> game, you give Cloud <laughs> that stupid. Uh, Advent children move as a limit break where every party member will boost him up high in the air. <laughs> you say you say that mockingly, but when it happens, yeah, it's like, good. That's I'll, that's I'll, awesome. I will cheer every there time. There was I already a near shot per shot reference to Advent children. 
Oh god! Yeah. At the beginning of the Sephiroth <laughs> yeah. fight, when he starts throwing debris yeah, at Cloud, yeah. that that Straight scene is almost shot for shot. <laughs> yeah. All the floating debris. I want, I want. Hey, hey! So I have a proposal, Samson. How about, how about like different, like with all the timelines, they introduce not just two timelines, but like more timelines. And so at oh, the no. end of the at the end of the of FF Seven, it's like Sephiroth, you have to face me, 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 and me. <laughs> <laughs> like Dexter. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and there's pixelated when you press characters, like it's cloud A, B, C, D. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's pixelated cloud from Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, dude, where he doesn't remember anything and has different moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That might actually, like Sonic, like this. like oh, that wide of a multiverse might not be out of the picture because I know, right? Um, Remember the, the forever. Remember the final <laughs> moment when they reference the the final Omni Strike you do on Sephiroth and they fight at the edge of time or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Sephiroth yeah, yeah. poses the question that follow me, Cloud, then we can do you know we can make divide our own world, whatever. Um, yeah, divide. There's uh one of the mobile games, I, I forget what, um I think Dissidia, Omni Omnia or whatever the fuck. There is a scene where <laughs> Sephiroth asks Cloud to follow him and Cloud actually says yes. So that might play into this. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I read that in a fanfic on archive of our own, but it's all real. Oh. Damn it! <laughs> all timelines exist. It's true. There all might be it. a good Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's uh, that's a lot of Final Fantasy VII remake talk. It's um, thanks for listening and thanks for joining us. Um, if you didn't even, you know, we 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 went more extensive with the or more critical rather with Final Fantasy 7 on first episode on the episode 2200 so you can go check that out um 200 yeah, remake oh yeah 200 remake thanks for joining us we definitely i guess it's a general consensus that we definitely i can say that we loved our time with a uh, with this game i mean that was and apparent in the first episode right <laughs> no no i'm just just saying it mm-hmm. like we yeah, yeah that, we are mm. and but yeah that was that was actually pretty f- a lot of fun that's a lot longer than expected um do check us out we do this um every week more content on the podcast talking about video games talking about anything any topics uh in the follow, industry do hit us up gang yeah follow the gang on uh you know carlos and and, and mickey uh, mendoza they stream every, every every time they can on the twitch channel for too much gaming um, you can check out our posts and our content on Facebook, uh, Too Much Gaming, and uh, of course the official the website, the blog, Too Much Gaming.net. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. We should use a royalty-free cover of the battle theme.
Yes, we should use a royalty-free cover of the bow theme the, with, the, with the with the glass shattering and all that. Oh, stuff. dude! Okay, joke's over. <laughs>